Welcome back to Out of the Loop, a podcast about two familiars talking to an unfamiliar about a popular show. So thanks for listening to our last episode. Uh, it's uh, an extra long episode, so it's a bonus for you all. Um, right now we're going to talk to Matt, the unfamiliar. Um, Matt, what do you remember about the last two episodes of Game of Thrones from season one? I'm not crazy about the nickname Matt, the unfamiliar. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Matt works House Unfamiliar. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, okay, I think I know that reference. They're they're all from different houses, correct? House Stark yes. and whatnot. Yeah. All right, references. Um. So, all right. Yes, from the double episode. What do I remember? Um. I'm gonna try to go in order as best as I can. So, uh, we we see that there's a wall dividing the kingdom, and uh. Uh, the outside, I guess, where there are wildlings <laughs> and white walkers, or we don't know that there's white walkers yet. I, I don't. I don't think. There, it's just a, a a myth. We just know that there's whites there. Yes, there's white. W i g h t. Correct. All right, yes, the whites. I do remember the whites. Um, there's a guy that left the wall. He was part of the Night's Watch. Yes, <clears throat> he comes back. He's now considered a deserter, so Ned Stark orders for his head to be taken. Yes. Well, he doesn't order; he takes his head. Okay. Yeah. Either but you way. got it. You got it. Yeah. So, guy loses his head. That's that's how we that's how we kick things off. Uh, I'm not sure if it goes straight into the incest, but I know that's shortly thereafter. Um. Cersei Lannister is the queen, and she is having sex with her brother, Jamie Lannister, who you might even call the Queen Slayer, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, really, he's called the, the King Slayer. I know that part. Um, One thing uh, I want to bring up about that um, so they're having the incest relationship. Yes. So there was actually something we didn't talk about. They were actually watching John Aaron, who was the Hand of the King, um, originally to Robert Baratheon. <clears throat> and while he was being tended by the Silent Sisters, they take care of the bodies to get rid of them, get them ready for burial. Um, just to show you how twisted they kind of are, there she was talking to him. They were having this conversation, like, "What information did John Aaron?" So. They're talking about some high-level secret shit. Um, so he's he told his sister, like, if anyone... If he told anyone any of these secrets, they'd be dead already. So they're, like, willing to kill anybody over this secret. Okay. But so, we don't know what the secret is right now. Correct. Okay. And this is John Aaron. I don't remember this John person. Aaron. He was that original Hand of the King. All right. He was the first Hand of the King. Died under so, suspicious circumstances. Oh, thank you. Yes. Okay. The next hand of the king is going to be Ned Stark. That happens later. Correct. Correct. That's the whole reason that the king and his family right. makes the trip to Winterfell. Okay. Right. Okay. So then, uh, so speaking of that, uh, oh no, they travel to Winterfell. Okay. So one of the youngest Stark children is a uh, climber, if you will. Uh, he's climbing up 
what a castle i don't know yeah like tower spire tower one of the towers he witnesses the uh disgusting act between jamie and cersei and jamie shoves the kid is bran bran correct yeah he shoves bran off the tower he falls to what we believe to be his death turns out he's not dead tough kid you called it yes you knew it yes i did um so i think that's it for episode one really well the they also part. find the dire wolves but oh i don't yeah. think we made how could it I forget? clear how could i forget yeah so yeah. when the stag and the dire wolf were the bodies were there they found six <laughs> pups one okay. for each kid so they were they were okay pups when they first found them that mm-hmm. which is why they're so all right i was gonna say all right, so they found them as as pups. Correct. Not as humongous wolves. Not horse wolves, yes. Okay, all right. Not yet. That makes, <laughs> that makes me feel better about the whole situation. Um, so, hmm, from there, Bran is in, like, a coma. Uh, and uh, Jamie, or at least, okay, so we don't know that Jamie sent an assassin. We just know that an assassin showed up Correct. to kill bran um the mother is staying with bran while ned and the rest of the family travels to king's landing including his bastard son no john snow stayed he he went to the wall correct yes okay this is a lot (laughs) yeah at some point we meet the the small guy the the dwarf which they also call the imp oh the imp yeah okay Tyrion Lannister. Correct. Uh, where do we where do we go from here? Um, Tyrion and Jon Snow become I don't know friends. I guess traveling partners. Traveling partners. John. I wouldn't call them friends. John takes Tyrion to the Wall, um, because he's never seen the Wall before. Yes, because he has lived a very rich and lavish life. Because that's what the Lannisters are all about. <clears throat> um, at some point, we meet the Targaryens. Uh, I don't remember which one is married to Aquaman, but one of them's married to Aquaman. <laughs> Daenerys. Daenerys is married to Aquaman, aka Khal Drogo. Correct. All right, I am killing it so far. Um, Khal Drogo is part of the uh, Dothraki. That is correct. Wow. Yeah. Very good. Um, he and folks, just so you guys know, I only know this because I've listened to our first episode several times <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to try and remember all this stuff. And while um, that all happened, um, Robert Rathian also talked to Ed saying that he doesn't trust people around him and he knows of the wedding between Khal Drogo and Daenerys. So he, he's aware of the <laughs> wedding that's happening. Um, okay. The union. Yeah. And he's already trying to prepare for them coming overseas to attack okay so he's aware of that all right right now so i I didn't know that part yep um uh the dothraki are um a very uh i don't know i guess they, they they sound like the most unsophisticated of the of the tribes thus far um then uh uh, Bran wakes up. He doesn't remember anything. Right. Well, also a thing about the Dothraki. Um, whenever they were first 
introduced. Um, they they gave gifts uh, at the wedding. Yeah. At the wedding. So when they got when they first got married. The okay. Uh, Jorah Mormont gave her books from the Seven Kingdom. Super sweet. I remember that name. Who's that? He's um, basically like a shamed knight who the exiled. Yeah, exiled. He he ended up moving okay, gotcha. basically across the sea or whatever. Okay. And then Fled. also um, she was given a gift of three petrified dragon eggs. They're super rare, but they're they're petrified. They're not alive. They're just okay. three eggs given to her. Um, very valuable, obviously. So those are like some really cool gifts that she received at the wedding. You want to like give them the best of the best because they're basically kings. Okay, gotcha. Um, I remember some. Oh, uh, I don't remember which Stark child, but they get into a, a sort of sword fight with Joffrey, who we hate. Correct. Correct. Yes. Arya. Stark. Arya. Arya Stark. Um, Joffrey does some some shady bullshit. Correct. That then, Arya's direwolf reacts to and snaps at Joffrey. Correct. So a thing about that too is because Joffrey is such a piece of shit, he lies about what happened between him and Arya, um, and how they they he basically tells him that Arya the wolf and the butcher's boy the kid that was traveling with them like uh-huh. they're playing with ganged up on him okay so Robert, so that's how he convinces his mom to go to the king and the king orders for that dire wolf to be killed basically they, right. the dire wolf but they kill lady who which is sansa's dire wolf oh right because right. Arya let her uh dire wolf go um, in Nymeria. fear of of the yeah, dire exactly. wolf being she punished. knew what the what okay. was coming so, so okay. a big thing too go. Is, um, the hound we talked about? His real name is uh, Sandor Clergane. That's their house name is Clergane. Okay. So it's when Ed was returning with Arya to his tent because they're still on the road traveling. He sees the hound with the butcher's boy body, like they killed the butcher boy, and the kid oh. didn't do anything. Okay. Just because the hound has a burnt up face. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And his brother is someone named the Mountain. That is correct. And you told me he's massive. He's massive. You have to have the pause there because it doesn't do justice just saying massive. Okay. But yeah, that just kind of shows you how screwed up Joffrey is. Like, this butcher boy obviously is poor, but he could probably he's probably going to be able to eat well because he's a butcher boy. Yeah. But he didn't do anything wrong, but Joffrey is just a fucking bastard that he had the hound hunt him down and okay. kill him. Okay, so I, I covered everything, right? Right. Yeah, for the most uh, part. One of the other points in that interaction, um, Sansa had an opportunity to stand up for her sister, uh, but it, as opposed to doing that, she'd rather side with Joffrey because she's betrothed to him and she doesn't want oh. to upset uh, the union that's coming and her uh, rise in the ranks. Is she upset about her direwolf? Oh, extremely upset. Okay. But I think she blames Arya, Arya yeah, more than sister. Joffrey. Because okay. she's just confused or okay. distraught in a way where she thinks because it's going to get in her way of being a queen. It's okay. like, that can't be. So exactly. she's consumed in, in her way power. of playing the game. Okay. You know, this is a calculated thing that she's right. chosen to do. And another thing about the wall, there's <clears throat> Benjen, who is Ned's younger brother. He joined the Night's Watch. Um, so he kind of romanticizes the wall to Jon Snow, which we'll talk about a little bit later, but okay. he's already at the wall and 
Oh, um, oh, I yeah. I just remembered something. Um, Ned told Jon Snow that the next time he sees him, he'll tell him about his mom. Right. Okay. And Jon Snow's a bastard, so the Wall has a lot of people that are criminals, prisoners, and bastards there. That's okay. usually what it's made up of. Pure right. guys, though. Okay. So prison. All right. So that was episode one and two. I Correct. think I think I'm relatively caught up on everything here. Yeah, I, I think you have most of the major parts. All right, I'm ready to to dive in to episode three. What, what's what's the name of this episode? So episode three is called Lord Snow. Okay. Um. So I'll start off with um. We're back at Winterfell. Um. So Bran wakes up. Yes. Um. He's actually talking to old Nan, who's like a nurse, like nursing him back to health, and she's actually telling him old stories about like the endless winters, the white walkers, the whites and things like that. The myths that people are scared of that's beyond the wall. So he starts getting that in his head. Um, and all the like gruesome stories that they would do, like they'd slaughter people, just decimate armies and things like that. Okay. Um, her story is interrupted as Rob comes in and basically tells him he's crippled for the rest of his life. He's not going to be able to walk. His injury I is totally permanent. forgot about that part. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's usually, that's around where the second episode ended. And it's kind of, that's where it's really picking up in episode three. Um, they really bring it to light that he's permanently not walking anymore. And then um, I'll kick it over to Shane to talk about what's happening at King's Landing. So back at King's Landing, uh, Edard uh, arrives and he's immediately summoned. Uh, to the meeting of the king's council, uh, the small council, um, he runs into Jamie Lannister um, and is reminded. So this is where we kind of first learn that uh, Jamie's the one that killed the previous king, um, and that you know was he believes reason enough for him to take the king out. Um, but Edard, you know, being the honorable man, does not feel the same way, um, and because he was part of the king's guard, king's guard at the time. He still feels that uh, he Jamie doesn't have enough honor and shouldn't be where he is now. Should be, you know, uh, embarrassed and uh, imprisoned and probably killed. So there's already some issues between. Okay, so th- this is actually a question that I, that I wanted to ask. Who at this point is like the fan favorite or like the like the main character that we're rooting for is that ned stark well based off the people you've heard so far who do you think is going to be i think it's ned stark why because he seems to be one of the only ones that has like a a moral code um and he it doesn't seem like he's trying to get ahead and it's just kind of happening naturally so i feel like he would be our hero I could see that, and that's how I took the show when I first met him. Yeah, I just, would agree as well. Yeah, he was just doing what was asked, uh-huh. if you think about it that way. Well, and he's doing it the, the right way. Yeah, you right. Know, he, he has that strong sense of honor, and you know whatever he does, he wants to do it. Because it sounds like there's a lot of, everybody's trying to screw everybody else over, but he hasn't, he's not really participating in that, and he naturally just ended up being the hand to the king without going that route. Right, and they're old friends, too. They were in war together when they were doing... And is that what has caused the issue between Ned Stark and Jamie Lannister? Is that Ned is someone that just does the right thing, and Jamie Lannister is just trying to get ahead no matter what? Um, I think it's more that Robert Baratheon is putting his dick in his pleasure hole. So, <laughs> well, his so, wife. Well, so, does Baratheon know? 
He doesn't know. Okay. Yeah, so the thing so, is... Okay. So I think it's also kind of jealousy with Jamie. He's like, I want to be with my sister forever. Can we uh, just go to the queen? <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be with Cersei forever. Okay. Yeah. But he All she's right. married off to the king for power. You said they're... Are they, are they twins? Yeah, they were twins. Yeah. Woof. Okay. Uh, one thing about the two houses, too. Uh, you know, the Baratheons... Uh, Dark hair, curly hair. Uh, the Lannisters are more of a lighter hair, golden hair, uh-huh. uh, if you will. You know, kind of golden. They're rich, gold. Yeah. Um, and all of their kids, the king and his queen, they have really light hair, very blonde hair. Oh, so. interesting. That Lannister gene is strong. Yeah. Very strong. Yeah. Uh, so in the small council, we're introduced to a number of characters. Uh, the king's brother, Lord Renly. Uh, anything about him we need to bring up? Lord Renly? Um, we'll bring him up a little no. bit later. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Lord Varys. Uh, he is a eunuch. So he had his... Uh, Testicles. His, yeah, two bits cut off. Okay. Uh, Grand Maester Pycelle. Uh So a maester is... Uh, a very learned person. They have to go to university. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trained in medicine, in finance, uh, in you know, council, a ton of things. So they wear these giant chains uh, around their necks, and each uh, link represents a mastery of like medicine, uh, eco- uh, economics, something like that. That's why they become maesters. I always just think of the word master. Yeah, professor, yeah, doctor, whatever. I think two chains would do very well. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. for sure. We'll be Goldberg. Two chains drop. <laughs> uh, so another one is uh, Master of Corn, Lord Peter Littlefinger Baelish. I remember the, the term Littlefinger, but I don't know anything about him. Uh, so he uh, find out, he has a history with uh, Ned's wife, who he was once in love with. Oh. And actually dueled uh, to try and get her hand in marriage. Um, he dueled it, Ned? Uh, was it Ned or... Yeah. I believe so. Um, and then, you know, you kind of learn that he still has feelings for her. Okay. Um, Renly, uh, the king's brother, announces that there's going to be a great tourney. Uh, tournament, I guess, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be held in honor of uh, Edard's new appointment as king of the hand. And... Edard also learns that uh, the crown is heavily indebted, uh, you know, being poorly run, um, and most of the debt uh, is being held by Lord Tywin Lannister, uh, Jaime, Cersei, and Tyrion's father. So, they... So, hang on, I, I have a question. They are the reason for the debt? The, the Lannisters? Or they're the ones... It's like China. They have, we're we're the one borrowing from them, so they hold our debt. Oh. Yeah. So we are beholden to them. Yes. So the the crown basically owes them. So if they ever pull out, it's like they're bankrupt. I think Jamie needs to pull out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Keeping the story going in King's Landing, uh, Caitlin, uh, as you remember, uh, left Winterfell because uh, she heard from her sister uh, the previous hands wife uh that she believes that the lannisters are responsible for mm-hmm. her husband's death mm-hmm. um, and that this has left left her curious on if they're uh responsible for bran yes 
Yeah, it's something that, like I said, they, she learns this about them, and the Lannisters were at Winterfell yeah. when Bran fell. <laughs> and then the weapon that was used by the assassin. Exactly. The dagger. The oh, yeah, what type of... What Valerian. Type of Valerian, okay. Um, and as Caitlyn uh, is secretly trying to get to her husband because she believes that he's in danger, and therefore she is in danger, um, she is uh, intercepted by Littlefinger. Uh, her previous, uh, he was interested in her, uh, old friends. Um, he actually owns a brothel that she is taken to. Good for Littlefinger. Uh, he is, yeah, he's, like I said, he's very industrious. Um, he's from very little means. I think that's partly where his name comes from. Mm. Uh, and yeah, he has high hopes, high aspirations of moving up in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord Varys is always there, is also there. Um, and then they start talking about, you know, uh, the attempted murder of her son. Um, Littlefinger actually admits that the dagger that was used by the assassin was actually once his. But he uh, tells them that he lost it in a bet to Tyrion Lannister. Oh. So then that kind of connection <clears throat> is strengthened uh, with the Lannisters. Uh, Littlefinger says, you know, I, I will protect you and you need to see your husband, basically. Oh, uh, yeah, so while in King's Landing, um, to show the more division between the two sisters, Eddard returns from the small council back to his chambers, and he finds uh, Sansa and Arya arguing. Basically, Arya um, is furious with Sansa because she lied about what the altercation between Joffrey. And, of course, she's doing that because she's in such a need to want to be queen she's thinking of this glorified life like i'm queen everyone's going to bow down to me and love me and things like that yeah so she gets she she let her wolf die yeah because she's power hungry well i don't know so much about letting her wolf die um she's not putting the blame on the right people though okay she's misguided blaming her sister more that yeah than joffrey just because joffrey's an asshole so do the the uh whole betrothed thing are Joffrey and Sansa? Sansa, correct. Sansa. Are they actively dating? Like, is, is like, is this a thing, or is it just like a they're they are go they've been chosen to be married? The parents chose them to be married, but he does like meet with her and talk with her, take her to like have some tea and crumpets. How old are they? <laughs> tea and crumpets. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm gonna guess around like fourteen. Yeah, 15? I was gonna say fifteen. All right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I think in the books, though, they're really like 10 and 11. Oh. Yeah, but in the... Okay. Well, the we don't series. want to open that can of worms. Right, yeah. Right. Okay. Stick, we'll stick to the show. Yeah, yeah, don't. Don't <laughs> trick me with books. So, uh, book one, page well, 165. Well, in the book, actually, um, <laughs> the book canon. So, 14, 15, they're probably doing, like, hand stuff. Touchy-feely? Yeah. No, not even nah. that. No, no she's it, a lady. I, I think it's like you said, it's, you know... They've been their chosen. parents... Been chosen, so exactly. they're just spending time together because they've been chosen to. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So <clears throat> as they're having their little spat and everything, um, uh, Eddard realizes how much Arya. Arya's. So let me kind of describe. Sansa is very ladylike. Arya's the complete opposite. She's like a tomboy. Tomboy. Yeah. Like sword fighting things like that. So okay. Eddard fi- finds out that she wants to be a sword fighter, basically swordsman. Mm-hmm. 
Um, is that not normal for women in this? Correct. In this yeah, world. Well, yeah, correct. Okay. Um, women typically do the role of. So what she did challenging Joffrey was a really ballsy thing to do. Right. She okay. has. She's got guts, and we like her because she's yeah, just exactly. She's she's one of the ones we're kind of rooting for. Yeah. She's okay. uh, very diminutive. Um, so you know, Jon Snow gave her the the small sword called Needle. Um, <clears throat> you know, and just it's something you're rooting for. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah, and so um, Ned, uh, Ed being just a great person overall, he hires a uh, fencing teacher um, named Bravos. Water dancers, what that means. Um, reason <laughs> being, it's because he he fights with a lot of finesse. He's quick to move and stuff like that. And okay, that would fit her style because yeah. her build. Because a lot of them are nice. They wear full blown pl- uh, plate. You know what I mean? Okay, so that's heavy. You gotta have strength and things like that. Water. Yeah, yeah. She She's a little girl. Handle so. a normal big sword that a yeah a regular would use right so he shows her like how to be quick move in and out like uh-huh. get key points uh, stabbing things like that so she's in water dance classes <laughs> yes exactly water aerobics um so yeah he hires her to teach her how to fight and um so we get the idea that she's starting to learn to um become more of a to me like when i was thinking about it i was like she's she's really strong bolded fighting Learning how to fight, she's going to be a badass later. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so we go back to the wall. Uh, obviously, John and Tyrion are there. Yes. Um, you start to learn a little more about who's at the wall. Um, one of the leaders or you know, kind of trainers, uh, Sir Alistair Thorne. Um, he's a, a hard-ass uh, ex-knight, I would assume. Uh, for the kingdom, and then has moved to the to the wall. Uh, they're training, right? So Jon Snow is a bastard, but he has been privileged to grow up in a structured household with uh, trainers and teachers uh, to show him the sword. Um, so obviously Jon Snow is beating everybody else because they're just uh, criminals and thrown away bastards, like Rodney said. Um, and this is where... Sir, Al- Sir Alistair Thorne gives him the nickname Lord Snow, uh, kind of a, just like the Kingslayer, you know, kind of a backhanded uh, okay. compliment, mocking <clears throat> his bastard heritage. Um, and one of the things that he told him was, you're the least useless person here. Um, like we explained before, John had this romanticized, uh, romanticized uh, vision of the wall in the Night's Watch uh, <laughs> because his uh, uncle was there and of uh, stories he's heard. Um, and this is kind of where he gets the <laughs> So being at the wall and actually experiencing uh, who's there and what's going on, uh, he realizes you know a lot less romantic and a lot more just kind of gritty, uh, you know, more like uh, Dark Knight Batman as opposed to uh, the previous hanging off a wall Batman's. staring into the yeah. moonlight. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Spitting on people. George Clooney, line. hard nipples. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Uh, Benjen, uh, his uncle, uh, is going on a several-month trek, uh, kind of to tour. There's so this. We're at the the one station. There's multiple stations on the wall because it's very big. So he's kind of ranging out uh, past the wall to explore and to you know kind of take the lay of the land. And John wants to go with him, but Benjen says no. You know, you need to stay. Um, but I want to go. 
like Luke Skywalker in uh, A New Hope. But I wanted to go somewhere else. Uh, so it's actually Tyrion um, that kind of cheers John up. Um, he tells them that, you know, he kind of explains that you're not better than these guys. You just had a more opportunity than they have. Uh, you've had actually, you know, a swords master to teach you, and they're basically picking up the sword for the first time. So Tyrion's <clears throat> Tyrion's not a dick because he kind of sounds like he might be a dick. He's very sarcastic. Yeah, and clever. he's a smartass for sure. Yeah, okay, he's a smartass. But, but you, you like him because of yeah, you know, he kind of tells you what he is. He's sassy. Is, and is he the only one that's like? Like he's a he's a very self aware rich person. Like he's like, yeah, I have money, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I, I don't get that vibe from Jamie and Cersei. I mean, Cersei's a queen, so what? Like you know, yeah, she's already at the. She wants top everything of the, handed to her anyway, and then right. Jamie thinks he should be the king, and Tyrion's just kicking back, like being spoiled and knowing that he's spoiled. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's more aware of, you know. Okay. And like I said, he just, he's unmotivated. Whereas they want to further themselves in the game and they're playing all these deceptive things and killing people okay. while they're doing it. Because he sounds like the easiest Lannister to root for. Yes, for sure. Okay. Well, the thing is, is like, he's always being mocked because of his deformity. He's well, sure. a person. So yeah. he's got to have that, like almost an ugly duckling syndrome, but yeah. also a tough shell. Yeah. Because he had to deal with it his whole life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so realizing uh, John was being a, a prick, um, to make amends, um, he actually sets up training, uh, proper training for all the recruits that didn't get what he got growing up. Um, Tyrion uh, is asked by Lord Commander Jor Mormont, um, the, the father of Sir Jor Mormont that we learned. Um, oh, I thought you guys were saying Dora this whole time. Dora? Dora the Explorer? <laughs> Dora the Mormon. Um, uh, we also... Uh, no swiping! <laughs> uh, Blind Master Eamon, so another maester uh, that's at the wall. Um, and he need, they basically need more people. So they're asking Tyrion to ask his father, uh, please send us, send us soldiers. Uh, you know, we're dwindling in, in numbers. Uh, the they've been getting more uh, wildling attacks as they're uh, kind of organizing a little bit beyond the wall, um, and it's just too much for them to deal with. Um, as well as you know the White Walker rumors um, are coming more and more right. um, as it gets a little colder. Uh, Tyrion says, "Okay, whatever. Um, I'll talk to him, see what I can do." Um, but then, but uh, before leaving the wall, this is kind of a funny thing. Uh, Tyrion had a lifelong ambition to urinate off the top of the wall. And he does that. Good for him. And then he leaves. Good for him. I think every guy is taking a piss off like a bridge or a wall. Yeah. Like, it's just something you do. Yeah. Have you ever gone with me? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. We went? I had like a gallon of water and I got pee shy at first. I'm not going to lie. So on the freeway, I don't know if you've done it, uh, on the way to uh, Sierra Vista, Sierra Vista, there's an overpass over the freeway. You Mm -hmm. can pull out and I don't know. I don't know how I. You can pull out. You get up on the thing you and then you pee on the cars on the freeway. Okay. And because of the exits, you know, you can get on the freeway real quick and run, you know, if you hit a cop or something, yeah. you know. So it's yeah, something stupid we would do. If there's any police listening to this episode, uh, just be aware. We did say Sierra Vista. Uh, we have exposed our location and we have exposed both hosts of this show as public urinators. 
This uh, was also over 20 years ago. <laughs> we are going to edit this out as well. So <laughs> but Golden Arch is for everybody. <laughs> uh, so Rodney, how's it uh, across the sea in uh, Dothraki? So we go back across the sea to the Dothraki. Uh, Daenerys is starting to gain confidence in who she is. Um, being the wife and um, being protected, she, she gets these people, they're called blood riders. So basically they're with her for life. That's they're her real tough. Yeah, they're there to protect her. They're her bodyguards. I like that. They're there for life. They okay. will do whatever she wants, she, whatever she tells them to do, they will do. Um, she's getting more respect from Sir Jorah Mormont, um, but her relationship with her brother starts to break a little bit. To the point, well, I think I think the power kind of shifts. That's right? for sure. Yeah. Up to this point, he's been in control. He does whatever he wants. He's abusive and all that. And now she's kind of realizing. Correct. She has the power. She's starting to realize she's getting the power. And she has the power because she is marrying or married. 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 Uh, called called Drogo. Correct. Okay. So when ends up happening, he uh, basically attacks her and. Like chokes her, but now that she has these blood riders, they attack him. And brothers and sisters have no boundaries in this show. Not at all. None. Yeah, they they like to <laughs> fight and fuck. Apparently, it's <laughs> like our only two options so far. Ridiculous. But the blood riders, uh, one of them was named uh, Ricaro. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, he was choking out Viserys, her brother. To the point where she stepped in, is like you need to stop, let him go. But because he attacked her and and she, you know, stopped him because they all listened to her. Mm-hmm. He was shamed where he had to walk to their next campsite, and that's because normally it would be her on brother a horse. had to walk. Yeah, and it's like okay. miles. And if you're not on a horse, you're basically like a slave too. Okay, right? so it's like it knocked him down another peg and everything like that. And he's um, a former prince, correct? correct? Yeah. Okay, so this is very tough for him. Absolutely. All He's right. been pampered, silver spoon yeah, in his mouth. Super entitled. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. So while they do that to the next campsite, um Daenerys uh is uh Toxical Drogo and she reveals a big secret. What do you think the secret is? She talked to Call Drogo. Oh oh my god. Um that oh I, I I don't even know that she's been sleeping with Batman. <laughs> <laughs> that she's got a bun in the oven. She prayers. Oh, she's pregnant. Good yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They seem yeah. like a nice couple. Yeah, he's cool. I, I personally like Cal Drogo. He's just okay. like big brawny dude. Has just... anyone ever called him Dwayne Dothrock Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen that. Okay. That's that's pretty good though. I thought I that thought so. Pretty good. Yeah. I like that. Um, so they've realized that she's pregnant. Um, Sir Jorah Momont ends up, after finding that out, leaves to another city um, after finding that that news. So he's, to me, he, he was heartbroken. Okay, so he was yearning for her. Yeah, I think he is started to correct? get feelings towards her, yeah. Okay, but now that she is pregnant with Khal Drogo's baby, right. now he's bummed out, so he leaves. Correct. Okay. So that's really, friend zone. Yeah, he got friend zone. <laughs> gotcha. <for life. laughs> gotcha. Uh, that brings us to the end of episode three, uh, Lord Snow, uh, episode two of our podcast. Um, you know, our first episode was two. We went over season uh, season one, episode one and two. 
Uh, we're going to go one episode per episode from here on out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hope we're going to we're going to try to make these shorter, but I don't know how the hell we're going to oh with all these gosh. characters and storylines. So much shit in there. And I can't help but have questions. There's yeah. a lot of shit going on. Do you have any questions now? Oh god. Or, I wouldn't or even any know. Uh, inklings on what's coming? Um I I feel like um da- Daenerys, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like the baby is going to be an interesting plot point. I think we're going to see a twist coming there maybe maybe either call drogo is not the father or something happens to the baby or something or the brother does something wrong her brother's the father maybe gross um uh blood riders sound really cool um them and direwolves are really standing out to me yeah yeah um which team are you on beyond that i think i'm team direwolf because I think you need to be a friend of a horse-sized wolf and not on the opposite side. <laughs> that brings me up. What house would you go with? Uh, Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know that? I've never seen Harry Potter oh either. <laughs> um, I'd save that for a different episode, but I've never seen Harry Potter. I uh, Targaryen, I love dragons. They're cool. Dragons. Dragons are awesome. I'm I'm House Stark too. I'm I'm definitely yeah, I mean, so uh, so just for for everybody at home or at work or whatever you guys are doing, um, that we have a little board here of the characters that have been introduced, so that way I don't stay completely behind on things. And we have uh, apparently there's houses and flags for each house, and I don't know what means what. Um, I like. Uh, the Targaryen one looks the coolest, I think. Yeah, see? Two for one. What is that Greyjoy one? A squid, octopus. Oh, yeah, so that's Theon interesting. Greyjoy, uh, he, he's with the Starks right now, but he's from a different house. Um, yeah. Is Does the Aaron one just have a Jesus fish? <laughs> uh, no, that's the, the Tully. The Tully is the fish. The Aaron on the right is a bird. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Sorry. Gotcha. Jesus. Right. <laughs> so it looks like to me. All right. So, I mean, I have uh, other things that could be coming. Um, I feel like we're coming to a head with uh, Mother Stark and the the Lannisters. Something's going to happen there. Um, I I predict that we end up seeing Ned Stark versus uh, Jamie Lannister. Um, Ooh. And, I'd pay to see that. Um, Tyrion sounds really cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. he is him. very cool. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So cool. that that's all I've got right now. All right. Well, that will conclude our episode. Our next episode, we'll go over season one, episode four, called Cripples, Bastards, and Broken Things. Uh, thanks for listening, and stay tuned for other episodes. And I promise we'll get better. Please contact us at outofthelooppod at gmail.com. Or you can follow us at Out of the Loop Podcast on Instagram. There's an underscore after every single word other than podcast because it's the last one. Just search it. You'll be fine. Uh, you know, we're new to podcasting. Uh, we've obviously big fans of listening to podcasts, but any feedback uh, is is warranted. Please let us know. Um, as well as, you know, we want to come up with fake sponsors for each episode. Uh, one we skipped this time. but you Or know, real wanna... ones if you want to pay us. That's, that's the ultimate goal is to get a paying sponsor, but I don't believe that's going to happen anytime soon. 
This is ending on a sad note. (laughs) We don't think it's happening anytime soon. See you guys next week.